0: About contact centres, definitely, will become centres of excellence uh, where we can really specialise in certain customer journeys, which will be fantastic, uh, and just continue to embrace what's new around the corner. You know, which is what we don't know. You know, so uh, I think it's quite exciting, uh, and I think you know um, a lot of legacy. You know, the brands are 300 years old. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been around a long time, and these are probably the most exciting years for us. Yeah. So uh, yeah, bring it on.
1: Hello and welcome to the podcast, episode 25. Today we're talking to the Lloyds Banking Group. So we've got Lee Jones, who's head of contact centre Newport, Lucy Parton, head of transformation, and James Harrison, head of robotics and AI. We talk about how immersion technologies have been transforming the financial sector and are also set to transform the financial sector going forward. We talk a little bit about how call centres can massively benefit from technologies such as chatbots, automation, um Voice technology was obviously a big talking point. Uh, we've seen a huge rise um, in the use of voice in banking, specifically um, over recent years, with voice activated passwords and the like. So that's something we talk about. Um, and we also talk about. Um, how how banks of the future will look Um, so they tell us about the technology that they're most excited about and how they see that playing out in the future so such a great episode really hope you enjoy it as always let us know your thoughts using hashtag the on any of our social channels and your ratings and reviews on itunes are always really appreciated over to the show Hi all of you and thank you so much for joining me on the Vodcast. Um, so for our listeners, can you just introduce yourselves, tell us a little bit about your roles and experience at
2: Lloyds? Uh, my name is Lucy Parton, so I'm the Head of Transformation in Connect and Lloyds Banking Group. I've been with the group for about 13 years um, and I currently look after some of our um, digital investments and technology investments within the telephone banking environment.
0: I'm uh, Lee Jones, I'm uh, head of Connect in Newport. So I look after the uh, uh, the site here in Tradega Park. So we've got about just under a thousand colleagues, uh, which is traditionally the telephony business, but also uh, uh, we've got secure messaging uh, and we're doing some remote advice. uh, And I've been in the bank 29 years this year.
1: Wow, that's a long time. It
0: is. Very, very long time. So lots of change. It's
1: my lifetime.
3: (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) You're really good now. (laughs) Uh, Hi, good morning, so I'm James Harrison, I'm Head of Remote Advice and Robotics for Community Banking, so I look after how we uh, deploy video banking in our branch network, also in in Connect, in the telephony business, and how we use robotics to make uh, colleagues' lives easier to serve customers.
1: Sounds great. Mm-hmm. So it's so great to meet you all. Um, so Lee, to start with you, um, I thought you had fifteen years' experience in banking. Turns sure. out a lot more than that. Yes. Um, so how have you sort of embraced and experimented with technology along the way within the financial sector?
0: Yeah, um, it's was probably fifteen years in management. So probably seen a lot. So if I go back to day one. Um, Believe it or not, we had no computers when I joined in 1990. That's so hard to um, imagine. Uh, most of our interactions with customers were recorded manually, so through, uh, literally yeah, through cards. Uh, our tills were uh, pieces of paper, cash in, cash out. So i have seen loads of change. Um, I think some of the biggies over the last 10 years, because it's been around a long time, I think there's this myth that new technology is, um, is recent. Uh, So we've introduced obviously computers and stuff like that, but uh, the IDM machines, so the uh, immediate deposit machines that we have in branches was a big one, where customers could deposit cash or cheques themselves. Um, I suppose the challenges we faced is um, uh, that old cliche about, you know, technology equals less jobs uh, and colleague mindset, Mm -hmm. Um, but I've yet to see any um, new technology that hasn't helped our customers. And helped us be more efficient uh, and there's been loads along the way you know there's been a natural uh, evolution in the last few years have probably been uh, our busiest in terms of where we're going and we'll talk about some of that I'm sure
1: yeah absolutely mm-hmm. so at the moment we're recording from your Newport call center so I believe this consists of 970 yeah, colleagues m- yeah
0: roughly, and uh, yeah so, um, so we're a big site and um, Uh, our colleagues look after uh, traditional banking calls. So we're an inbound contact centre, don't do any outbound calling. So these are customers that need us uh, and it can range from anything from balance inquiries, transferring money, uh, sending payments to friends, uh, to the more complex, so international money transfers. uh, And we're particularly proud of our team that look after bereavement and uh, our Macmillan Cancer uh, Support Partnership that we have power of attorney. So we've seen a lot more complexity in our call demand certainly over the last few years.
1: Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, so what would you say your sort of strengths and weaknesses are and how do you see emerging technology sort of helping with some of those weaknesses? Um,
0: the strengths, probably definitely the people. I think um, the one thing through all the years of change the customers always said they wanted is people. So irrespective of what we introduce that automates part of the process, they still want to see or speak to a human mm-hmm. being. So I think our, our strength is definitely our people. Um, weaknesses, I, I wouldn't say there's many weaknesses. I think you know, probably um, keep keeping up with the pace of change is probably uh, the biggest challenge rather than a weakness that we face because there's so much going on. Mm. You know, what, what we launched today is usually yesterday's news. You know very quickly so it's keeping ahead of the game which is why we're doing some of the things we're doing.
1: Absolutely and I think a lot of companies feel the same don't yeah. they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so Lloyds Banking Group is the UK's largest digital bank and it's said to be investing 3 billion in technology mm-hmm. and staff to improve your digital services Um, so Lucy do you want to tell us a little bit more about how that's going
2: to be spent? Yeah absolutely so we've already started a lot of that work and predominantly it's been around improving the provisions of the mobile app so we've got um, for all of our core brands really fantastic mobile uh, banking offers where customers effectively have got in their pocket anything that they generally tend to need to do and the thing we've been investing quite heavily in um, to Lee's point around um, the human touch is where a customer does need to break out of that journey to speak to a colleague that we make that as seamless as possible and offer them multiple ways of doing it whether it's speaking to someone over the phone um or whether that's the the latest offering which is secure messaging that we introduced over the last um six to nine months so we found with that that actually that gives customers a really quick and easy way of interacting with our colleagues but also it's on their agenda as well so it's asynchronous in nature so they can contact us um when it suits them see a notification respond a little bit like using whatsapp and actually we found that's been you know really really worthwhile investment as part of that money just to help um the customer be able to speak to a colleague if they need to but also it's about looking at evolving um, trends so you know what customers wanted to do five years ago with their bank you know has, has changed so it's keeping on top of the customer demand and making sure we're um, able to offer them the information they want at their fingertips that might be they want to know where a transaction was giving them a geolocation as to whereabouts they spent that money or a bit more information about who that merchant actually is because some of the names that we get given by merchants are quite confusing so it's not clear where you spent your money and um, so things like like that we're finding the more we can automate and the more we can provide um technology to support customers and give them more information at their fingertips the better really and i think that's what the investment is all about is giving customers what they need and they're wanting more and more at their fingertips every day really
1: yeah absolutely the demand high isn't it and yeah. i think more and more people want to speak to businesses the way they speak to their friends and family isn't it and that is through messaging mm-hmm.
2: platforms
1: Um, So, according to Juniper Research, the operational cost savings of using chatbots within banking will reach about 7.3 billion globally by 2023, Um, and by 2022, banks could automate up to 90% of interactions using chatbots. So, obviously, they're quite powerful stats. James, do you want to tell us a little bit about um, how you see maybe chatbot technology impacting the financial sector?
3: Yeah, it's really interesting stats and quite scary numbers when you think about it. The The most important point uh, is one that both Lee and uh, Lucy have raised, is that anything we build chatbot-wise or through robotics or in technology in general is that it makes the customers' lives easier. So I think about some of the things that we're doing in the robotics space, um, such as automating certain processes where colleagues have to take data from one system and move it to another all day, every day, in more of our back office functions, using chatbots or ro- um, simple robotics to automate these processes will mean that colleagues' lives will be easier. We're actually delivering a better customer standard because there's less chance of human error, mm. and the end result being that um, customers will you know, have get what they want quicker and easier than what they've ever done before. I think the, the the market and your point about the growth in the efficiencies is absolutely true, but I think we're all on a real learning curve. What we, well, the stuff we're doing at the minute in chatbots or robotics is, is the simpler end of the spectrum. But as you move up the expect the spectrum of AI, there'll be more we can do with things like machine learning uh, to change how we, for example, look at how we forecast the call demand into a call center mm. in the long term, rather than maybe using Excel or systems than what we would have done historically. So, yes, that's really important and building the efficiency. But Lee's point about the human touch is, I'd say, just as important as the efficiency savings. You know, we've invested heavily in the bank as part of the 3 billion transformation program over the last few years in video banking. The idea that someone can FaceTime from the comfort of their own home on an iPad or on a mobile phone to one of our colleagues in who can support them with buying their own home through a mortgage, mm-hmm. or in Lee's great mm-hmm. contact center here, that they can FaceTime in and they can uh, register a bereavement, which is really powerful and means that we're giving customers what they want through the channel they want it in a way that we had never done before uh, a few years before
1: yeah absolutely there's some great work going Mm -hmm. on here we were lucky enough to just do a little tour and yeah it was super interesting
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um so a report was released in august 2018 that shows you have 14 million digitally active customers and 10 million of those are on a mobile so how do you engage with these customers and how are you going to use technology to better engage your customers over say the next decade
3: so i I could talk about that from a Um, the video banking perspective this was something that We trialed a few years ago, and how could we use a video to have a conversation with uh, a customer? And now we, well, in 2019, we're rolling this out, this technology out to hundreds and hundreds of our branches. So you can go into one of, well, probably at least half of the Lloyds Banking Group branches, Lloyds Halifax and Boston, go in and in a room there'll be an iPad that's all set up where you can go in, sit down, and within a couple of minutes be set up to talk to someone about your need. And we would never have done that before. Mm-hmm. You know, you can then uh, do that from home. You can do it up to 9pm or 10pm at night. You can do it on a Saturday or you can do it on a Sunday. And the sort of availability uh, that we've now got to help customers is kind of transformed in a different channel. And you know, we do lots of work on mortgages and that's predominantly what we have in video banking. But now we're growing into bereavement and power of attorney. And we will do probably four or five different other journeys across the course of this year where we're seeing a huge benefit. And the best example I'd give you why we do these things is in the north of Scotland. So we have some branches in some of the islands where we put the video banking technology in the branches and that's allowed a customer to walk in there and be seen on the video and talk to someone in one of our hubs now there's a, there is a I can't remember the name of the island but it would cost the customer this is something that happened last week £300 return ferry to go into Fort William in the mainland of Scotland to then see a mortgage advisor
1: really? you know, because
3: we've invested in the technology in that location they can just go to the branch and be seen on video to see someone to provide them with their mortgage so we're really uh, changing the game of our use of video technology
1: that's amazing yeah, and I think right. especially with the bereavement side of things obviously yeah. that's a mm-hmm. very sensitive time yeah, mm-hmm. and people yeah having that option I think just makes you such a, a brilliant mm-hmm. bank to be mm-hmm. with Um, so Lucy this is probably Ooh. one for you um I believe your digital transformation journey started here in around 2014 so i just love to know how it's sort of grown and evolved over time um, and how do
2: you constantly I know we talked about it a little bit Lee said this is one of the challenges staying ahead of that curve mm. it's really difficult and I think being such a big bank and also being part of the financial service sector means that we're not always going to be the first people to try new technologies so what we tend to do is survey the market and understand more about what's happening in, in some of the other areas so learning from Uber learning from WhatsApp and some of the really big technology explosions that we've seen over the last few years has helped us to understand what customer demand is. And I think we've really drawn on that as part of our transformation strategy over the last few years to make sure that we're giving customers, as I mentioned earlier, what they want at their fingertips as quickly as we can, but also making their journey as seamless as possible. So a good example of something we started way back in 2014 was something we call Voice ID, which is offering voice biometric solutions to our customers. So effectively, when they call up, they can use their voice to authenticate, which means they don't have to remember a password. They don't have to remember anything confusing. And what we did with that was look at the market. This was already happening with with lots of other companies. uh, And we felt it was the right time to introduce it and, and use it within Lloyds Banking Group. And it's been really successful now with over 10 million verifications done in this way. Um, and it's become one of our more prominent um, verification tokens as well, or the most prominent one that we use. So customers have really adopted it because it was something that was happening in the wider industry as well, which gave everybody the confidence in the technology. I think, as I mentioned, because we're in financial services, it's important that we're working in an area where customers do feel comfortable and confident because we're protecting their money. So it's really important. The technologies we choose are, are very secure and safe. Yeah, that's so true. There's a lot about trust, isn't there, yeah. what you
1: do. It's so important. Um, so... It'd be interesting to get all of your opinions mm-hmm. on this, really. What would you say the biggest challenges are in the financial sector, overall?
0: A great question. I'd probably say a couple of things. I would say um, people want things on the go now, uh, and it's fast-paced. So it's embracing that, but being respectful to customers that want to interact with us in a multitude of ways. So we've still got the biggest branch network in the UK, for example. So that will always be very much at the heart of our, uh, our customer tra- uh, treatment strategy. Um, but yeah, co- customers that want it on the go. If they want to engage with their bank while they're in the shops. They're using the mobile app and how we keep up with those uh, that, that, uh, that pace. Uh, I think the other thing is probably financial difficulty. You know, I think it's fair to say it's quite tough up there at the moment, mm-hmm. um, and um, and that's where our customers need us the most. So that can be from um, pressure financially, uh, and what can we do to help them? I think some of the things we're doing in our app in terms of helping people manage their budgets better, and and it can be simple, very basic. Uh, advice where people can control their finances better to stop them getting into financial difficulty. I think that's huge. Uh, And then the other part is probably um, around the more complex needs, like moments of truth, uh, deal with uh, complaints. Um, We look at uh, bereavement, power of attorney, uh, cancer, which we talked about earlier, Mm -hmm. and how do you help those customers at their most vulnerable time uh, get through
3: that situation. Mm. Any
0: say.
1: thoughts from you two or are you just in agreement
3: with Lee what you're saying? Uh, so I think the the competition is different so when Lucy's talking about voice ID the, the, the competition isn't traditional banks it's what they experience when they ring Her Majesty's Revenue Customs or mm-hmm. they want to look at work uh, do stuff with Amazon on the mobile app. So, our you know, if you take them two examples, they're very different parts of UK life, but they are the comparators for customers and what they expect when they're using digital technology or or ringing in a call centre. Um, I mean that that sort of ubiquitous nature of the technology and how it's used across things and the comparison means that it's a good thing for a consumer because the standards will have to be higher, mm. and we when the, the things that we're doing and the quality of our products. Not the financial products, but probably the service products that we provide will have to keep increasing, increasing, um, in order that we're we serving them in the way uh, customers in the way we want to serve them. Especially with the rise of challenger banks like uh, Monzo or um, other uh, mm-hmm. other brand, Metro, for example, different branch-based providers, mean that actually we need to run faster to stay at a game in a banking competitive world, but actually just a UK uh, competitive environment.
1: Mm, I would agree yeah absolutely yeah Monzo is a great example I've just I've just signed up for Monzo it's oh, quite an really? interesting concept sorry guys no yeah, we wouldn't do that here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so another one for you James um, how do you see AI and robotics impact in the financial industry
3: uh, I think it's I mean, at the minute, in the UK financial services, we are at the, probably the start of the use of uh, AI robotics or you know, machine learning at the top end of AI robotics, more down towards the more simple end. We're at the start of our journey where I don't think there are any providers that we can see today, or based on the, my knowledge of the industry, where we're, we're using it in a full way. And what we're trying to do at Lloyds Bank Group today is use robotics to automate the simple stuff. And then over time, as to, to Lucy's point about, we would never typically go first on things. So we'll learn, we'll make better decisions, and then we'll invest more heavily into the more AI, the more machine learning type end of the spectrum. I think it's a great opportunity. If we can use the technology well to help um, help customers and make their lives easier then that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. But also the colleagues. So we, you know, in one of my last jobs, um, we did a test using machine learning with colleagues and it actually meant that the work they had to do was a lot more fulfilling because they were using uh, different macros or different systems and had to learn a new writing language for programming which was very interesting for them that enabled them to then provide a more accurate output which enabled them to do their job better mm. so it's more fulfilling with colleagues and What we need to do as we go on this very clear journey on AI robotics is we bring colleagues with us because actually the Mm -hmm. skills and capabilities they typically need as we go more up the advanced end of AI are are different and it presents great opportunities but great nervousness for colleagues and we have to help them move up that ladder. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, that's so true. Um, I was actually chatting to, I've been chatting to so many local authorities, I can't remember which one, I think it was Chelmsford the Mm -hmm. other day, and they talked a lot about that, about including all of the colleagues on the digital transformation journey and how to go about that, whether it's interactive Mm -hmm. events or, yeah, it's it's, it's so necessary because I think you can very easily alienate your staff. With, with technology too um, so obviously voice technology is something we've talked about quite a bit already on this mm-hmm. podcast and it's widespread especially in banking with voice activated passwords um, so according to HubSpot 56% of people would rather message than call customer services and 53% of people are more likely to shop with a business that you can message mm-hmm. so Um, Lee, this might be one for you. How do you see technologies such as voice technology and chatbots, AI, machine learning, data capture, really transforming call centres?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's, it's the one thing we're really excited about is what direction of travel we're going to see, uh, what our customers are going to do. Um, we're just testing the water and Lucy loves a view on it, I know but um, with regards to early indications customers are loving the fact that they can now uh, message us through the app mm. they can uh, receive push notifications so they can go about their day mm. so there's no uh, demand from a, from a, a operational perspective it means the interactions are probably smoothed out a bit better so we don't get peaks and troughs uh, and it's easier to control mm. uh, and I think... Um, From a colleague perspective, they're absolutely loving it because it's giving them a bit of variety, uh, which is important, Uh, but they're loving having that uh, more informal conversation, I guess, with the customer Uh, and perhaps not so banky, if I can say that in inverted commas. Yeah. You see, I'm sure you got. Yeah, lots no, to I should, add completely agree. Yeah, yeah. It's the
2: whole WhatsApp theory of being, you know, being yeah. asynchronous. So I don't have to sit there and wait on the phone. I can go mm. about my day and mm-hmm. see the notification, reply back when I'm on my lunch break, go about the rest of my day and see the response at the end of the day. So it puts it more on the customer's agenda, and it means it's not such a, a pain for them to have to contact the bank. It's actually something mm-hmm. that hopefully is. Um, Less impactful on their day, and it's something if they've got to do it that they can do
0: quite easily. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's the key, really. I think. And voice biometrics is huge for us because um, if you think of what the most painful part of a customer journey was was you know being verified uh, and how do you prove it to yourself? Mm. Uh, and I think that's yeah, we've had a huge amount of customers sign up for that already in a record number in a short period of time, uh, and that just helps us. You know, we're far more efficient, less time uh, taken. Because uh, it used to take minutes, and the guy's yeah. verifying some customers, particularly people that couldn't answer those questions. It uh, could be a very painful process. Now it's quite simple. You say you yeah. phrase, and you're in.
1: I is from mm-hmm. a customer perspective as well, like a lot of anxiety comes yeah. with that, doesn't it? Yeah. Like you've got to remember all your yeah. secrets. An absolute yeah. <laughs> and yeah. for a colleague
3: yeah. as well, yeah. sitting there yeah. knowing yeah. that you know customers are need, they want to be served, and mm-hmm. we can't help them because mm-hmm. they can't answer the question. So it's a very difficult conversation. Voice biometrics are a win for everyone. I think one of the things you said there was quite interesting. Mm-hmm. So the 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 thing that we need to be better at think, mean, not just you know in banking is that we use these terms interchangeably like robotics, machine learning, AI Etc., and we need to be able to explain better what they actually mm-hmm. are and what they actually mean so that we can take colleagues on the journey with us because what they would, you know, all them words would I, make people nervous about what they actually mean. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and I think that's something that everyone needs to
2: do better.
1: Yeah, absolutely, I agree. Those words themselves alienate people, don't yeah, they? Yeah. People yeah. don't even mm-hmm. really know what they mm-hmm. mean. Yeah, yeah. Um so Lucy, official hmm. head of transformation, um what's on the agenda within digital transformation for the
2: next sort of five, ten years at Lloyd's? Oh wow, that's a massive question. I'd love to know the answer to that, <laughs> honest one, as I don't, but I think you know we wanna st- we want to still play in the, the app space. We know there's loads more we can do to make that more efficient. We've started to do biometrics, which is exciting. Um, I think we'll, we'll see what Apple does we'll see what some of the big players do in order to understand where consumer demand is likely to go personally I'm really interested in voice technology so what's next in terms of speech recognition what Amazon are doing and Google are doing with that and Siri on Apple I think there's something we can do in that space um, I'd be really interested personally in, in investigating that element more so I think we'll be led by the consumers ultimately so whatever they want over the next 5-10 to 10 years we will aim to, aim to provide for them fundamentally absolutely
1: mm-hmm. great so um, to all of you what, what um, technologies are you most excited about in general it doesn't have to be necessarily work related just any tech
0: I'd say messaging for me yeah because it's so new we literally are weeks in uh, and I think the um, uh, potential of what we can do with that and how we can go about changing the way we interact with customers is probably our, well, I'm the most excited about that definitely yeah. and who knows what the future brings yeah you'll know, probably be doing some sort of virtual reality at some point yeah you
2: probably will <laughs> that would be so interesting you know, would it it's what that
0: looks like I have no idea but uh, yeah it's just uh, yeah where my
2: head is up, it's still voice for me yeah. it's about the simplicity I can yeah. watch my kids use Alexa and they don't have to type anything they don't have to be able to spell everything perfectly to search what they mm-hmm. need they can use their voice and then my 80 year old dad can do the same thing so the voice technology for me transcends generations and it just mm-hmm. makes things quicker and easier but I think there's a lot we can do with the technology that's on offer to make it more accurate um, and reflective of what customers <coughs> want so yeah just voice for me
3: anyway. so I definitely mm-hmm. go with the voice point I think mean, voice may even uh, overtake um, messaging because mm-hmm. people you know I was, I was um, in Europe recently and people on WhatsApp were doing more talking on their talking yeah. on WhatsApp than typing on WhatsApp mm-hmm. and that's becoming more commonplace I think yeah, maybe yeah. not in the UK but you know, if you think about my morning this morning when I was leaving my flat I uh, ordered an Uber on my Alexa app um, to get the car to get mm-hmm. to the train station to come here so that, that that normalization of the use of the technology and the ease and the time it gives you back to your things is only going to accelerate quicker and further and it's um, going to be just the norm in a couple of years yeah. I think across a whole <laughs> range of things from turning on light switches to turning on the heating mm-hmm. it will be how we how we live our lives so I think that's very exciting.
1: The first thing you mm-hmm. learn how to do really is speak, and then it seems strange that we've gone full circle and now we're kind of really experimenting with voice technology when it's the most sort of natural thing for yeah. us to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, quite a big question what will the future of banks look mm-hmm. like?
2: probably what we've just summarised just mm. chatting to probably not even a phone like a microchip in your hand around what you want to do and it will report I don't know it's <laughs> yeah. the world's your oyster isn't it really yeah.
3: um, I think contact centres like one we're in today are going to continually evolve like the more and more of your simple things you will do uh, through messaging or you do on a mobile app and that'll become really normal call centres mm-hmm. what would be traditionally call centres become more video centres so we are helping people on to support them with a loan that they want or the mortgage or the bereavement or the mm-hmm. busi- business they're trying to run or the mid- capital size business they're trying to run and we will have more face-to-face interactions than we've had in a long time but through video Mm -hmm. in a video centre as opposed to call centres, you can see that growing the role of the branch is becoming really important but in a very different way because again there'll be customers that will come there and use the video technology to meet their needs in the branch and increasingly the branch will be a place for advice, complexity and when you really want that face-to-face support supported by by the video so it's uh, interesting times and yeah, yeah it is
0: Yeah, I completely agree I think we're going to see certainly more um, a more agile way um, in terms of our approach to customers branch network as James said will be key to that as I said earlier still the biggest in the UK so I think that's going to be integral I think the point about contact centres definitely will become centres of excellence uh, where we can really specialise in certain customer journeys which will be fantastic uh, and just continue to embrace what's new around the corner, you know, which is what we don't know, you know. So uh, I think it's quite exciting, uh, and I think you know um, a lot of legacy. You know, the brands are three hundred years old. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been around a long time, and these are probably the most exciting years for us. Yeah. So uh, yeah, bring it on.
1: Yeah, absolutely. The funny you should say that. I was talking to Julian Swan the mm-hmm. other day, the tech evangelist for AWS, and yeah. he said it doesn't matter if you're a 150 years yeah. old or 300 years old company. If you're using these new mm-hmm. technologies such as cloud and whatever, you know, yep. you're know, you not a dinosaur anymore. You're a predator. And yeah. I think that's like so true. Mm-hmm. Companies yeah. can completely mm-hmm. be where they are now regardless of their age. Yeah,
0: absolutely.
1: Um, so something that we ask all of our guests on the podcast is, what tools or apps could you simply not live without?
2: Uh, Instagram I love the gram mm. yeah I love the gram than <laughs> <laughs> Facebook these days yeah that's probably mine if you think about it, the number one app I use on my phone I bet it's Instagram mm.
0: it's FaceTime for me it's uh, yeah the only way my daughter will uh, correspond now. <laughs> she loves it you know because it's, it's so in the moment you know and uh, yeah So and I would say the, the banking app as well because I use it every day when, when you think about the question I think well what do I use every single day well, invariably, I'm sending money to somebody, I'm moving money between things, I'm checking what offers there are under everyday offers. And uh, so I'm on that every day. So I couldn't cope without the banking app. But, uh, but yeah, FaceTime
3: is probably the one that I use more than most. Now so I would say interestingly so these things are important I don't have Instagram but the uh, um, the one I think I find the most important because we've only got one TV in our house is uh, the BT Sport app so my ability to watch Champions League football and the big final coming up on my iPad has made a big difference to my life <laughs> in, the, in the last year so I would definitely say any uh, app that allows me to watch uh, watch more sport
1: love that yeah, okay. <laughs> that's brilliant it was so great to meet you all thank you so yeah, much for taking you. the time to talk yeah. to I me. Mean,
3: yeah, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yeah.
1: I really hope you enjoyed that episode with Lee, Lucy and James. If you're looking to improve your customer service, automate some of your processes and increase efficiencies across the board while saving a little bit of money, then please don't hesitate to get in touch with us. We're at intelagent.ai and we'd always be happy to give you a product demo. So as I mentioned before, please let us know your thoughts, um, guest suggestions, topic suggestions using hashtag thebotcast on any of our social channels and your ratings and reviews go so far it really helps us reach more like-minded people which is really what we ultimately want Um, and just to get our name out there a little bit better so all your ratings and reviews are really appreciated so until next week have a great one